Why, hello, hello, listeners of a lighted cast. Welcome to episode 110. For this week's episode, we're going to be talking about what we could be doing a little less of and what we could be doing a little more of in our lives. The most why am I talking? It's like the this? most open-ended question ever. We got this from a writing prompt thing we found online. There's just so many places we go with this. We'll probably revisit this in the future. But we'll start with Chapstick right after the intro. Roll that intro. What the f- <clears throat> I didn't think you were serious about that. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Lighted Cast Podcast. Your two hosts here, Ashton and Daniel. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and YouTube every Saturday. I mean, I wanted to talk about Chapstick. It's on my mind. Because I used to be uh, kind of addicted to Chapstick, as you were talking about before the cast started. Where in college, I would just put it on like a lot because my lips would get chapped like crazy. Probably wasn't drinking enough water. But a big part of it was that I would just stress out about about like class and school and lecture about all the people. Like, can I ask you a quick question yeah. first about uh, that before oh, we go okay. on? Yeah. So how do you drink water with Chapstick on? Uh, Okay, well, you can get like a really small opening bottle, like a plastic bottle. But that's not something I could recommend for the sake of the environment. Or you just have it kind of washed over your chapter, your recently chapstick to lips is that kind of fucking <laughs> gross though like what also can you even eat that i don't yeah even, you, you can definitely like you can, i'm not sure you can eat right. chapstick it's not gonna kill you and actually this ties into what i was about to say where i was actually kind of eating chapstick a little because you would just apply it to your lips and for some reason i'll like subconsciously just kind of like slowly like wipe it off as i put my lips together so when I was stressed out in college, I would just put my lips together, like pursing your lips. And yeah, the chapstick would come off. You have to reapply it. And during that process, you would actually be drying your lips because as the chapstick comes off, you're drying your lips. So that's why, as you were saying before, chapstick can be kind of addictive and it doesn't actually help. So I felt like my body was being slowly conditioned to just need chapstick and I felt like it wasn't helping. I don't know if I'd use addictive as the right word. That's just the one that came to mind. Mm. But it's not really like addictive. It's more like it can cause a dependency on it kind of like in a way you can see people that like depend on coffee mm. i mean you yeah. kind of have to like wean your body off of it once you get to a point where it's like pretty reliant on it i see because if you're constantly covering your lips and what what is it made out of petroleum yeah like some type like of petroleum, petroleum jelly, like whatever, yeah, whatever. oil cream yeah whatever the hell chapstick's made out of mm-hmm. right uh the fact that you're constantly covering the surface of you know your skin there right because you have to remember your lips is essentially just more sensitive skin I think the reason why your lips are more uh, prone to getting random, like, drying out conditions and all that mm. is because it's essentially, like, pretty much the same thing as, just, like, your normal skin, like, around the face. Mm. But it's just, like, the layering is, like, a little different, right? Mm. So that, that's why, like, the outside of it can be a little more, like, weaker, I guess, mm. when uh, exposed to the elements and whatnot. Okay. Oh, that also so, think about yeah. if you constantly, like, put your tongue over it or, like, you wipe your, like, your, your mouth your lips together like i'm doing right now for the visual yeah, yeah it's I'm, way I'm, more I'm, easier I'm, to irritate like yeah. imagine if you just took your normal skin you constantly just like licked it for some reason or just like scratched it right <laughs> yeah, it's like dry off well you probably irritate it and like it yeah yeah that actually reminds uh, me but the tongue <laughs> yeah. is you know right where your mouth is exactly and that's where your lips are yes so yeah and people have bad habits especially me there was this anecdote i had from like kindergarten where there's this kid who had like chap lips and he was like, oh, my lips are so dry. I need to wet them. So he go to the water fountain. This is like the worst thing you do for your lips. You go to the water fountain and just run his lips under the water, not even drink the water. Just let it go over his lips. And he'd be like screaming out in pain because he'd be going over his like completely chapped lips. It'd be all bloody. And the teacher was just like face bombing. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, random question. So. What the hell is the skin called around the lips, like your mouth, right? Because uh, your lips are just that, you know, your lips. Yeah. So do you just call it like your mouth skin? Like, but mouth is like inside, your, right? Mm, or yeah. Do you, or do you still just call it lips, all the skin that's outside your lips? Hey, stop licking your fucking mouth. I just become very conscious of I my mouth. I see you on the camera, buddy. <laughs> I called out. Uh, Yeah, isn't it just like your lip skin? Um, uh, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's a good. Because I feel like whenever I get chapped lips, it's never my actual fucking lips. It's always just the skin like around my lips. Mm, yeah, yeah. Hmm. 
which makes me think I'm, I'm not am I supposed to be putting chapstick on that because chapstick pretty sure for your lips not for your skin right hmm. I mean you could apply it to your skin but it's meant for your lips yeah I I'm not sure about that that is a good question but uh. basically what I ended up doing in college was that I'm like okay the chapstick is not really working but I probably need something so I drink more water which of course everyone should do but I started applying it once a night. So before I go to sleep, I just apply some chapstick on. And I felt like that helped a little because when you're sleeping, you're not really licking your lips. So the the petroleum jelly was able to settle on my lips and actually do the work of moisturizing. Is it actually doing work? I thought all it's doing is literally just being a sealant between your mouth and outside world. It's not like I thought it was like moist- full on moisturizing. It's just- I thought it was. I thought it was like soaking into your skin. Is it really? Because I feel like if it was doing that, then like uh, like it would actually be like healing, like dried skin, right? Mm-hmm. But like I thought that the reason why for some people it just doesn't like work like that. That's why they have that medicated chapstick, right? Because that one's the actual one that like mm. can heal, like when there's like cuts and shit. Mm. I was under the impression that that one because otherwise, was just otherwise all I was doing is just, it's just pr- providing like a rain, like a little seal oh. to you know protect your very sensitive lip skin to the outside world. Mm. Well, I just thought of it how normal cream just works where you apply the things and it it helps it like you know moisturizing your skin that's why people put on skin uh put on cream on their skin before they go to bed like if you have like eczema right yeah well if it actually moisturizes it then yeah it would heal it but chapstick is not really like the medicinal thing right it's just like a it's like sunscreen i'm gonna uh bring out this chapstick that, that's Let's what it's to my understanding lip mender hydrating complex h2o plus skincare a conditioning lip balm formulated with hydrating marine alge, alge, algae oh, that's not chapstick. What is and that? vitamin E to smooth away the appearance of fine lines while protecting against dehydration. Uh, I mean, the way they're marketed, it, it seems like it'd be hydrating. This is a... Uh, well, what the hell are the ingredients and what is that? That is not chapstick. It is chapstick. Like it a, just looks a little different. Yeah, just, I got it from my sister. I think it's for girls, but you know, yeah. it works. It doesn't say actually. Probably more effective. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, because yeah. the straight up just chapstick, that stupid fucking blue black stick that just says chapstick on it, that shit's like trash, dude. That is like entry level stuff. And then chapstick Medicaid is like the nuclear option. Uh, okay, here we go. Here might be a good compromise. I, I, I pretty much always just get chapstick medicated, but I'm realizing that I should probably just fucking, uh, in my skincare routine, uh, just use all that cleanser and moisturizer shit on my lips too. Mm. Because. I don't, I don't know why I never thought of it this way, because, like, your lips are still skin. You should still just put all your, like, skincare stuff, like, onto your lips. It's probably, like, a little less amount. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like having dead skin on your lips is something I've become very self-conscious of because it's, like, on your face. And I remember, like, there was some girl that pointed it out in uh, in college, and after that, I was like, oh, man, I really got I to work on that. <laughs> yeah, but Burt's Bees right here. It says beeswax lip balm. It says ingredients, but it doesn't say it moisturizes. So, oh, okay. It says it soothes, it soothes, it cools, and it refreshes. And there's no instructions. But this is a very popular one. What are the ingredients? The ingredients are number one, beeswax. Number two, coconut oil. Number three, sunflower oil. Uh, and number four, some crazy like compound. I don't really know how to say. But having those three oils... I mean, the two oils and the beeswax in the first three ingredients is kind of cool. I guess that's why you pay more for Burt's Bees. We're not sponsored by Burt's Bees, but yeah, this is what I had on hand. Yeah, the pressure yeah. chapstick is literally just straight up like petroleum, and that's it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And some whatever the hell to use it to keep it hard. So going back to the original writing prompt, uh, what do you need? So we're going to conclude that you need less chapstick, right? So what do you need less uh, of in your I life? I think I need Chapstick. to figure out my skin routine. I don't know if that's <laughs> necessarily more or less of something, mm. but okay. But also, is there a weird fucking thing? My skin gets horrible during the summer, dude. It's literally only the summer. Every time else of the year, it's great. It's fucking flawless, dude. I love the cold weather. It's I I know most people get chapped lips when it's like cold out. Yeah, and we so got all the yeah. wind blowing mm-hmm. on that shit. But it's like, dude, I don't. For me, cold weather it just feels so fucking nice to go outside. Like it literally, it's like I get like a almost like minty feeling everywhere it's like it's so refreshing i don't know how to describe it hmm. okay i'm a fucking vampire i'm sorry i mean people don't like summer because they feel really groggy and apathetic because it's so hot and they don't feel like doing anything 
So I could see that. No, I get that so. I get insanely bad summer fucking seasonal depression. Yeah. Dude. It's just like I literally will sit in my chair. I'm like trying to do work, and then I'll just like daydream about like nothing. Yeah, like thirty minutes. You feel less I'm productive. Sweating there. I'm just like, what the it, fuck? Yeah. It's so sluggish, dude. So something we need less in our life: hot weather. <laughs> yeah, we live in California, so fucking shit, dude. Hey, it's not as bad as like Arizona, right? Actually, I will say, uh, so there was uh, one time I had to go outside with the face mask on because I said to fucking do some uh, some chores mm-hmm. for my parents. I had to like drop off some packages at a UPS, okay. and a face mask felt really good for the lips. I don't know something about like it's keeping on all the moisture. It, yeah. it made that whole area just feel kind of moist. It yeah. is, yeah, it's hella moist. Because like every time you talk, maybe that's another reason why just well, cold weather never really fucks with me. Because like you know, I'm pretty much always wearing like a mask, or, like a scarf when it's cold. Mm, yeah. So it's just like when you're talking, my mouth is usually covered. Yeah, when you're talking or breathing hard, actually, like little droplets of water come out, right? So you're kind of dehydration, dehydrating this area in a sense. But if you have a mask, it's kind of it's all capped in there. Dude, maybe that's a strap. Maybe in the summer I need to wear a mask all the time, even though I'm gonna be sweating like a fucking monster inside that thing. I mean, you can get away with it nowadays. People don't think you're weird. <laughs> Has become the norm, which is uh, yeah. Dude, cool. I'm just gonna start doing that. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, dude. But anyways, yeah. Back to the original problem. Yeah. Yes, it's fucking ninjas well, out like there. Like ten minutes ago, when I was talking about like, oh, what do we lead more of or less of in our lives? Yeah, yes. Uh, so I immediately add some uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good fucking uh, things to this. So for more of, I need just I need to fucking eat more, like straight up, dude. Calories. This chap's this chap lip thing is really making me aware. It's like, oh my fucking god, like holy shit, it is so hard to eat food right now because I can't really open my mouth that that big. Like, right now, when I'm talking, I'm doing this weird thing where I'm kind of just, like, making my mouth, like, not even really move. Mm. It's, like, opening, like, maybe, like, a centimeter. It's really it. You know, actually, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I found that eating certain foods actually help with chapped lips, to go back to that. <laughs> because there's some, like, oily foods. Yeah, if you just, eat, if you just yeah. eat a fucking salad every day, dude, it helps with that, like, crazy. Even, like, oily food, I felt helps. Because, like, as you're eating the oily food, it's, like, very oily, so that's kind of helping your lips. Uh, another thing that fucks your lips is uh, if you brush your teeth and you're using toothpaste that's very foamy, just has a lot of fluoride or whatever the fuck. Like, if it's just, like, very irritable toothpaste, oh. and it's, like, literally foaming over your lips and dripping over it, that, that's hella fucking irritable to skin. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Okay, that's a good point. Whew. Okay, go on. So, yeah, like, this is also uh-huh. why I like toothpaste that's, like, either fluoride-free or just isn't one of those ones that has, like, a bunch of crazy labels over it. Like, if you just go, like, default Colgate or, like, Crest or whatever big fucking brands out there. Yeah. Right, just get the plain vanilla one, the, like all the crazy, like whitening, total complex, <laughs> yeah. like whatever. Like double that strain, shit is. Like, yeah, it recommended. That just basically means. <laughs> Go ahead. That basically just means normal ass fucking toothpaste, but it's like up the chemical game like crazy. Yeah, which I mean, it's like again, like the nuclear option for the one to whiten your teeth. Like, yeah, sure. I feel like, that, like they don't even help. Shit's that harsh. Much. So. <laughs> just use whitening strips if you want to whiten your teeth. Yeah, but uh, in summer, I found that it is a little harder to eat more food because I also have the same problem. I feel like I sometimes don't eat enough food. Daniel and I, if you haven't seen, are two pretty skinny guys and we have very, very high metabolisms. So we get hungry really fast. And because of that, our approach to food is not quite the same as some people where they're like, oh, food is like so great. There's been times where we're just kind of done with food. It's like, dude, I don't want to eat. That's like a waste of time. I feel like I'm not getting the full enjoyment out of my day by spending the time to sit down and eat food. And we have to eat a lot of food to get enough calories because we're both like six feet tall. Uh, yeah, it's basically it. Yeah. Except, uh, I, don't know, I, th- I think you definitely eat more than me because like the way I've kind of dealt with it is I've literally like did some fucking Zen, like Taoism shit, where it's just <laughs> like, I will not let hunger control my uh. body. Mm. That was basically me in my teenage years. I would like literally fucking <laughs> like starve myself half the time just to like get that fucking uh, euphoria. Mm. Like Steve Jobs did shit a lot. He would just not eat for a few days so he can get euphoric as fuck. Yeah, dude. Because like, you feel like super zen. You're like, I'm in control of like my entire body. Whoa. I mean, dude, like you feel so much more productive when you don't eat and you can just zone in on whatever you're doing. You're like, hunger is just a primal instinct. I will zone in on my work and I will get it done. This is actually something that's been recommended in uh, stoicism. They're like, dude, if you do have to eat, don't eat too much because then you're going to become groggy and that's gross. Human beings should not be like that. I was reading it. I'm like, oh. I don't know about yeah. groggy because after I eat, I get fucking, I get pretty high energy. Like what? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, when you eat, like only eat enough that's like tolerable and so you don't stuff yourself because if you eat, if you eat too much, you just feel really gross afterwards. 
But yeah, definitely. I don't know, man. Fucking, there's times where I'm like, uh, you know, when I'm, when I'm with a, like a party or I'm it's like, you know, being very sociable, mm-hmm. it, it's pretty fucking late to just like stuff yourself, like gorge yourself to the point of like, oh, I'm gonna fucking food coma really hard and then just like drink like crazy because it's like it feels like oh it's it's like wobbly it's it's fun like whoa okay all right i I guess from (laughs) like enough energy to last all night too from like a stoic standpoint they'd be like yeah that's like that's like unproductive and that's not getting uh your full mental consciousness about being productive that's just fun dude like what yeah it's fun if you had a party and you're getting fucking wasted and just eating like crazy it's like dude this is this this is fun Mm mm-hmm so it's a good time to be very groggy. Mm, I see. Okay, so we need more food in our lives, but I wouldn't recommend that for everyone. I mean, just know your fucking body, right? Yeah. Like, so I gotta say, I think a lot of people just do not know enough about themselves and what they want and their body and like what goals to really make. And a lot of people don't even have fucking goals. That's that's what that's what freaks me out. Because oh, some yeah. people just don't have dreams. Yeah. I'm like, what? So need i don't read too much berserk i'm sorry all right let's go let's go hella hella deep on this then you need more goals in your life you need more dreams in your life you need more things that you can aspire to you know just bro i need work. less goals in my life i have too much fucking ideas work <laughs> <laughs> work towards your goals i mean yeah i guess for i guess for us we're pretty okay because we, we know what we want but i guess from a general human standpoint people should have more goals I feel like most, more people should try fasting at some point in their lives and gain to that, like, zen as fuck point where you feel like you're in total control of your body. Because I feel like emotions are, like, almost like a choice for me. It's like fucking... I don't know how to describe this, but it's like... I literally got to a point when I was, like, in my teenage years where I was so, like... What's the word? Like, inundated? Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm so fascinated by the idea of, like, true autonomy. Right? Because I mean, as an American, I've obviously been pampered with the idea of liberty and freedom, right? So, Perfect. like, obviously, as a big brain kid... All right, the next logical step would be like, how do I get full control of my own self? Mm. Right. So a big part of that was saying, how do I fully control my desires and emotions? And that was a question I asked myself a lot while I was doing this type of shit. Mm-hmm. And it straight up gotten to the point where like, I remember when I was a kid, I was just like, being mad? That's just fucking useless. Like what? I mean, nowadays I don't think that, I don't think that anymore. But like in terms of uh, while I was growing up, I was just like, okay emotions all that shit i'm gonna just try very very hard when i was in these deliberate deliberated deliberate when i was debilitated right mm-hmm. because i was just fasting i was just like trying to think like all right let's 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 try to be very happy right now oh let's try to be very sad right? let's, try to be, let's just try to do shit mm. and i also realized that i'm saying this i'm like that sounds fucking insane and also wow that's probably why i wanted to be an actor at some point mm, yeah i mean a lot of acting <laughs> is like having controls having control over your emotions right they're like i want to feel this inside and then what well, is one way to do it there's a lot of ways you can go right just method there's method, method acting, acting right yeah. you can like totally immerse yourself i think a big part of acting no matter what those your imagination's got to be like up there right because mm-hmm. you have to really make sure you can picture whatever the hell you're doing okay yeah like the gravity of a scene you yeah, know? yeah yeah uh hmm. okay so you were talking about uh anger right so you were saying how it's not necessarily you said it's not it's useless right as a kid and it can be useless, but at the but same time, yeah. nowadays I <laughs> can be convinced otherwise. But yeah. it's definitely an emotion where I'm just like, there really needs to be a good reason for that to pop up. Mm. Otherwise, it's just kind of fucking dumb. Yeah, I mean, it can be like a very strong tool, right? If harnessed properly, like it could be like a motivator to work hard. But if you be too angry, it just takes over everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know about like motive because if you're like angry at like work or something, that's just oh like, yeah, then that's not that's good. just toxic, yeah. right? But, but then like anger about like you know, uh, if you're angry in like a life or death situation, that's so much more like applicable in yeah. my opinion. Like oh, I want to overcome like this hurdle. I'm so mad at someone saying I can't do it, or like I want to beat my rival. I'm just so mad at him. He's like a freaking loser. And then you just you work harder. So it could be a very positive motivator. But too angry? Not not yeah. even in that sense. I would say that's 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 leaning into toxic uh, competi- com- competitiveness. Mm. Like, because but when I see mm. fucking like esports shit, like Call of Duty guys or like fucking Counter Strike guys, are just like, you know, raging at each other over that shit. It's just it does not. I I don't know how a lot of people will see that and be like, this is obviously entertaining as fuck yeah. to see just grown ass dudes just being super fucking mad at each mm. other. But I'm just like, dog, this is. I don't know, something I look at it, it's just, it's it's so like unbridled and cringe to me. Mm. But wouldn't you agree that it's a way for you to motivate yourself to get better at the game? It could be. Not necessarily. It promotes you to do like more dumber shit, like take higher risk and play more aggro. That's not necessarily mm. better. Okay. Maybe in Call of Duty, that's like 
exclusively a good thing, but in Counter-Strike, there's definitely a lot to be said about patient play. Hmm. Okay. I mean, even Call of Duty just still, like, benefits the patient play. It's why you fucking get people camping in corners, right? Like... I mean, I don't know. Maybe you're like one of those guys who's like cold angry, so like you're not like yelling, yeah, exactly. but more like you harness it. Like I don't know, like Punisher angry, so you're like literally just in your brain, you're just seething with rage, and you're like you're camping with your fucking shotgun in the corner, you're just so angry when I got to come by. Like, I, I don't know, is that a thing? I don't. I mean, fucking, I feel like I really yeah, there's some basketball players that like are like that, like they're losing and they're like, no, 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 like no, no, I'm better than this. I'm gonna take you down. Like I'm going to win, and they just harness their inner like. They call it like maybe like a dark side, right? Like your desire to win is so hard that you just worked at a ridiculous amount. And I wouldn't really yeah. call that rage. I would call that more just well, it, like an extreme sense of like just being driven, right? Okay. I mean, the the will to drive can come from anger. Not rage is a little too much. I mean, yeah. yeah. But anger, like if it's yeah. like self directed, sure. I guess. I'll yeah. Go, I, when I think rage, rage, rage is a more outward expression. Of yeah, anger. yeah, exactly. That's like the difference. They're yeah. not. They're not synonyms. Yeah, right? Rage is like you know you rage, rage quit, I, right? <laughs> it's like that kid at the computer. That's why I'm like more like rage is pretty toxic. Mm. Anger usually manifests itself as rage and is end up just being toxic for a lot of people. I see. It's it's kind of like one of those things where there's like. I don't want to say like a light and a dark side to it. That's like some stupid ass anime trope, but it's, it's just one of those things that like has some nuance to it. Yeah, it's kind of like why a lot of people like immediately associate the word like argument to be bad when not necessarily. It's like mm, okay, argument yeah. shouldn't really default to being something bad. Like if anything, that just means a lot of people who think of it that way have trouble like composing themselves during an argument and getting to be productive, so that people are actually addressing concerns instead of just attacking each other over stupid shit. Makes sense. Yeah, a lot of argument. The perception is it just ends up being a lot of like straw man and just like what, what, it, what was the other one like bait and switch just like not talking about the thing you're originally talking about and just like a couple's argument but actual an actuality an argument like yeah straw yeah. man bait and switch yeah. ad hominem ad hominem that's what it is yeah but an argument could literally just be like a statement I could stand up and I could say an argument that is like the definition of the word too. Uh, I mean, that's two different uses of the word, but yeah, yeah, yeah. like two different definitions. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just the perception of people to always think, oh, it is two people yelling at each other and they're like throwing chairs. (laughs) Arguing, arguing. Mm, Never solves anything. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Okay, well, back to the, back to the prompt then. Yeah, Uh, exactly. Because my brain's uh, on the part about less. Yeah, so more of, I just need to fucking eat more. Like, I, I think I need to stop taking, like, that human side of me for granted. Because out of all the things... That I went full, like, oh, I'm going to be super autonomous on with my body. Mm-hmm. Eating was probably one that was the least considered. Hmm. And I keep on thinking of eating as, like, a annoying necessity rather than, like, something I should just enjoy as part of my life. Yeah. And I should probably just fix that. Because, mm-hmm. honestly, fucking food should should taste pretty fucking good. Like, it's food. That's true. Like, come yeah, on. There's no need to, to kill yourself to to eat, like indecent food when you can just get pretty good food and be happier about it well i'm not trying to do that shit where i'm like anorexic and being like oh i'm just never gonna fucking eat because like you know whatever body images or sure. uh, there might be dissensive the way i'm saying that but like you know you know what i mean right mm-hmm. it's like I, i'm not like trying to like not eat it's more just that like i'm so habitual about like constantly be in control of everything about my own body that it's to the point where like on habit i just forget to eat right so i have to like remind myself to eat Hmm. yeah uh there was a friend but anyway like yeah. his name is p right we had a friend like that and he would go like two or three days without eating because he would just be so engrossed with the activity he's doing and i don't know if yeah. i ever went like that long it could also be like a metabolism well, like, thing right i'm sorry I, I don't know if i would go that long like on habit mm. you know i see because like if, I, if i'm going for like days that would just be like, because I was, like, trying to do something. Mm. Most of the time, it's more just, like, I just, like, or at least, like, nowadays, right? I just forget. And it's just, like, oh, I end up being, like, once a day. Yeah. Or, like, you know, twice if I remind myself, right? Like, yeah. I mean, especially now that we're not in school and we don't, like, work in a, like, a set workplace. It's not, like, oh, like, this is the set time where everyone's eating. Or, like, this is when everyone's eating dinner. And with the pandemic, you're kind of just free to I do. I mean, even during yeah. college, dude, I was fucking, like, holy shit, I did not, like, eat enough. Uh, I probably, like, should have made more use of my, uh, my dining yeah, dollars. Yeah, but, unlimited you know, food, eh? That's whatever. It's not unlimited, but oh, for, yeah, your like, guys wasn't unlimited. Actually, I did use all. Oh, mine was unlimited. Okay. 
Actually, I did use all of my dining dollars every year, so I don't know. That's quite an accomplishment. Maybe just ate massive meals. Most people don't do that. Yeah, not bad. Well, it's one of those things I like did a lot of math of in my head. So it's like every week I should be spending about this much of it. Mm. And I don't even remember the exact number at this point, but yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, let me- how did I do that? That's probably because I got like a lot of the shit that costed more. So like fish, for example, it costed oh, way yeah, more than like a fucking burger. Yeah, yeah. But I also just, every time I would eat, I would just eat massive fucking meals. Mm. You know, that's a great one. I'm sure people would look very confused. Cause- Wait, what? Oh, I was going to say people should eat more fish. <laughs> Fish is hella yeah, good fish for you. Is yeah. People should eat less beef and less chicken. Yeah. You should eat more fish. Dude, fish are omega-3, dude. Eat fish or walnuts. That's where you get the like really good oils. Beef is how you get heart attacks when you're fucking like 16. Yeah, I mean, shit, a little you know? bit of red meat is fine, but too much red meat is not good for your cholesterol. Like, yeah. Also, is this fucking bad for the environment? It's true. All those cows. Why can we do fake meat everywhere, dude? I'm so fucking tired of all this dumbass real meat everywhere. It's just fucking causing all goddamn climate change. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not gonna lie, dude. Also, like, also knowing America's distribution, we're inefficient with it anyway, so it's like, we're wasting so much fucking, yeah, just everything. Yeah, dude, the freaking, uh, some meat substitutes are not bad, like tofurkey and, like, all those, like, veggie burgers. Not bad at all. I'd be down to eat that. I don't understand why there's a stigma of them yeah, tasting so bad. Yeah, I remember people so fucking looking at me really weird, yeah. sometimes I would, like, wait, what? There's a stigma of them, oh, like, yeah, tasting yeah. bad, even though when people haven't tried it, I'm like, yo, what? <laughs> Yeah, it tastes great. Yeah. Like, what, dude? I remember fucking people looking at me weird because like I'd be like getting a burger. And they're like, "What kind of patty you want?" It's like, "Can I get like one veggie, one no more?" The guy's like, "What?" <laughs> the guy had a counter. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> you know that's actually pretty cool. That's a good idea to try that." <laughs> it's like double the meat, but dude, like, it tastes fucking yeah, great, not as expensive. Dude. Like holy shit! I had a, like the first time I did that was like in early college. It's like I had a burger that was like normal ass patty, mm. all right, and you got the fucking veggie patty. Got your fucking tomato, your lettuce, your onions. Mm. Put a little bit of ketchup, some pickles. Just ate that shit. It was like, dude, what the fuck? This is like an explosion of flavor. Wow. Okay, now like everything's there. I'm getting pretty hungry. It's like Smash Ultimate. Everyone's here. <laughs> okay, so maybe we watch more fucking mm. cooking shows. I don't know. More cooking shows? But I would get bored of that so easy. Cooking shows are like, I've always felt like cooking shows are kind of like uh, easy win TV. I don't know if that's like the right way to describe it, but I always felt like if you make a cooking show, like no matter how good or how, or no matter like what's trending or how bad the show is, it will get views because people like looking at food, like seeing like a close up of food or just seeing people like make food has always been like a, a very human thing. So whenever I go on like the cooking channel, I'm like, oh my God, some of these are just so bad, but people watch them because anything food is just entertaining. It's like, it's just a human thing at the end of the day. Like you see a lot of YouTubers, they do like, oh, this is me eating or like me going out to. Uh, I don't know entertaining, but just kind of when I look at it, it's just like, I look at it and I'm like, eh, that's food. It looks pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's food. Uh, yeah. If I was hungry right now, it'd be great. Yeah, I mean, that is a great YouTube segment. And a lot of people do like, oh, me making food with my other YouTubers, right? Or like me eating food in front of camera, mukbang, right? Food is, yeah, humans like food. Maybe my perception is a little fucked up because all the food shit I do watch on YouTube is like very satirical. Yeah. So I'm watching like Filthy Frank or like Off Canny or some shit when they're making food yeah. and it's just like... But there's still food. The focus is not even really on the food itself. Yeah. It's, just, it's more like just like focusing on the people making it and just doing really stupid shit while they're making food. Mm. I think like a satirical one would be Epic Meal Time, right? Like everything is bacon. Just make everything like ridiculously big. Is that channel still alive? Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, I think the guys are still... Like, or the original guys obviously aren't, like, still doing that shit. I think the channel's still alive, but there's different people doing it, mm-hmm. and the original guys are just off doing their own fucking thing, yeah. if I remember correctly. Because the channel is a bacon joke, and to keep a bacon joke going for that many years is pretty impressive. Uh, yeah, I wonder what they're doing now. I have no idea. Hopefully fucking retired, like, because Jesus Christ, that is, uh, not, if you're eating all that, yeah. you know it's healthy. <laughs> their house probably smells like crazy yeah, they probably made like mad fucking bank off of that like holy yeah. shit they had a fucking operation running dude yeah i remember listening to a podcast because remember their channel was yeah. around during the golden age of youtube where like you can literally live off just the ad money on youtube mm. like jesus christ yeah. that's so much fucking money when they, like if you were a youtube millionaire back then like when i say millionaire i don't mean like in terms of like your monetary value i talk about like your view value mm. like dude your ad money was like fucking popping Mm. Like pre twenty sixteen, it's crazy. Before fucking the PewDiePie, your stupid ass. Before the apocalypse, yeah, yeah, that freaking apocalypse. <laughs> Epic meal time. Fucking tilting, dude. Yeah, 
Okay, so we need... But anyways, back to the prop, uh -huh. even though I said we'd be going back to it like fucking 20 times at this point. Go yeah, so for it. less of, right? So for more of, we've a pretty single, uh, not single, but pretty decisively said food, food good, more food. But for less of, uh, that one, there's a lot of different fucking answers I could insert into that. Mm -hmm. Like, even though I was kind of half joking about like, oh, I have too many fucking goals. Mm -hmm. Like, that honestly might be what I actually go for. Like, I think there needs to be less of me doing this scatterbrained shit or I'm constantly, like, imagining, like, all this shit I want to be doing. And just being like, I'm going to hunker down, just send this one thing, do that. Because, mm. my God, I am extremely fucking good at coming up with new ideas and just going off on some random tangent about some stupid shit and being like, oh, fuck, what was I really doing again? Mm -hmm. Like, I would just... Like, dude, I got, like... It's not wanderlust. It's a different word for this, but... I mean, I'm just going to use the word scatterbrain, right? I fucking... I have too much fun doing what I'm doing, and then I just go off and just like an idea. I'm just start doing this, I'm start doing that. Like this, yeah, yeah. The world is my fucking oyster, dude, and I just love doing shit in it. So you begin certain journeys, Tur yeah, while you haven't finished the one you've you're on, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It's just maybe it's just ADHD dream edition. Mm. So yeah, a couple <laughs> years ago, I used to work for this high tech company called Nutanix, and yes, these high tech companies they're very good at giving out those like catchphrase slogans right like be comfortable with being uncomfortable or like you got to be like empathetic to everyone but there's actually one that stuck with me really hard and i actually have it like there's a magnet of it right behind the camera and it says think big oh inspiration yeah for. think big but start small right i think that's like a very a very a very cool way to attack your goals because you know if you're, if you're still going small but you still have that big goal in mind you're just going to keep working but you're, you're staying in that stay in that space while slowly going towards it yeah i mean ambition's a, it's a fucking crazy drug i mean hell yeah so much yeah. things i want go out and start doing it yeah or you know you could also say don't get the car before the horse. if i if i think like starting small then like i just fucking i don't know the goals just seem like they don't really get there unless i'm like mm. dreaming big because mm. then at least that way when i like flop halfway through of it then it's like still like still pretty fucking significant since the goal was big you know mm. there's another saying it's like don't start when you're ready start before you're ready you just got to start start on your goals well a lot of people get stuck in their own head and yeah. they just fucking can't get out of that space where just like oh i need to do all this shit before i actually start like, no, exactly. just fucking do yeah it, dude. you like, should cares? start like, dude i mean like what's what's the punishment right like a little a little like mistake i mean you're gonna learn from that this has become the inspiration yeah because yeah. like because <laughs> i feel like you're, you're you're coming at this from a very like I would assume to be a more normal person perspective because for me it's just like I, I start too much. Mm. So. <laughs> mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm like legit type of person. If I ever fucking like get a bad episode of mental health again, like dude, that shit. Like I would just go manic again because it's like, dude, delusions of grandeur, such a real ass fucking thing, dude. Okay, so uh, yeah, let's go back to the. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how much you can relate with that at all, but like that's like, damn, dude. Like that's something that. I feel like that's, like, such a me fucking thing to do if I were to get back in that headspace, which I hopefully won't, but, I mean, never know. Life's, uh, life's fucking crazy. Mm. Yeah, I like to be in my own little uh, normal bubble here. Uh, <laughs> feel a little comfortable there. <laughs> Let's go back to the prompt. Yeah, shout out to all the people out there who uh, fucking are bipolar and have depression. Take care of yourself. Figure that shit out. Yeah, yeah. Let's go back to the prompt. So, long, long oh, yeah, go what? Wait. Uh, I was gonna say a uh, harsh truth here for a lot of people out there. That shit never really goes away. It's more like it just kind of dwindles off in the back of your head because you learned how to deal with it. And because like it's like one of those things where it's like you can't really forget the sensation of that. It's just mm. it's always there. Yeah. You know? Didn't you say like, like uh, if you were ever in that kind of headspace, it's just like you are going to remember what the fuck that felt like. This total apathy, the complete fucking pitch dark sludge apathetic ooze that your existence was like that feeling will never ever fucking be something you can let go of because it's just like that was that's such a crazy point of existence to be in that state mm. that you just, you just kind of remember what that feels like and it's kind of like yeah it's just there in the back of my head now cool and it actually messes with your chemicals too you told me that you could only see or you saw less color when you would like actually look at things yeah, a lot of people don't actually realize that. that. That can be legitimately a fucking thing when you're depressed. It's like, yeah, your senses are still, like, you hear less, like, see less. It's crazy, like, yeah. taste less, like, the food just doesn't taste as good, right? Like, it's crazy. You just don't realize it because you that's your norm, right? Yeah, yeah. That makes sense, yeah. Okay, so, uh, yeah, we need, uh, 
definitely more less ambition we need more outlets uh, more help for people who are in those places i guess would be the right way to put it right well we also we need more fucking understanding of it right yeah exactly you still got motherfucking a lot of people who uh i'm gonna notably say on the internet that it's gonna be a lot more fucking right-leaning in political opinion i just say like oh just man up shit doesn't exist but also at the same time like fucking all those all those like uh, companies are like prescribing all these like antidepressant drugs it's all fucking scam (laughs) just just fucking just chat up just like clean your room you know work out like fuck it yeah but there's actually it's like oh yeah clearly these people lack complete empathy for this uh, situation because i mean i don't really blame them because like how the fuck do you explain something like this it's Mm -hmm. like trying to explain like I don't know, being on acid, someone has never done acid. Like, you can't, you just can't. Mm. Like, what? Yeah, but, I mean, being on acid doesn't last as long as depression, right? So, depression lasts a really long time. Well, it can still stick with you, right? Because, like I said, like, you can still get the effect of, like, I recall what that felt like, mm. and that can forever affect how you, like, think about uh, your existence. Mm. I mean, luckily, the stigma towards therapists, it's, it's, like, I think it's like getting better. Even like, being drunk or some shit, right? Like, I don't know if you've been fucking, wait, what? The, the, um... What is it? The stigma towards therapists is definitely getting better over time. At least the mainstream stigma. I don't know about the, you know, conservative all right's always bad. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that's just some toxic masculinity on the right leaning side. But all I was going to say to you is like, because I don't I don't know if you've ever been fucking drunk as fuck before. Mm-hmm. I don't think you have, right? But it's like even, even something like that, right? You remember what that feels like. I see. It's just like that 100% can change you as a person because you just like when you're sober again, it's like, wow, that was a crazy experience. I felt really weird. Like, whoa. Hmm. It's like, I can totally go off the chain like that. Wow, you know, like, it's why, like, for some people, like, you know, once they try doing that, if they don't, like, fall into the pit of alcoholism, like, if they don't rely on alcohol to get more outgoing, they can, you know, just be more outgoing as a person after that experience. Hmm. Like, I know a lot of people in college, I, like, when I met that, I was like, oh, man, this is my first time drinking, I turned 21, and uh, for me, I'm just like, haha, wow, you know, but... People actually say that in like, college, <laughs> it's my first time well, yeah, drinking, I'm 21? Who says that? Really? <laughs> Yeah, I've met, I've met, I've legit met people that what? are very fucking just straight edge like that. What the heck? Yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. Okay. Mostly nerdy ass fucking yeah, people. I was gonna, like, if so I, if I was hanging out with like the fucking, the, the, like the surf boys <laughs> yeah. or whatever, it's like those guys like, yeah, like it was high school, but there's, there's some people who's very much just like, yo, I just turned 21. I want to go fucking, you know, the brother's go like fucking like running around bars and shit. I've never done this before. Dang. The, the, dude. And if it's like, yeah, for those, for, for, for those type of people, it's like after the experience, they're just like. Damn, that that was kind of eye opening. The UCSD continues to fascinate me. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, I'm talking about a very specific subsect of people. I totally oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think most people fucking do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure the, minor- the minority people wait until 21 to drink. Like, I don't know that many people that did that, but a lot of the guys that were like very fucking nerdy, mm. right? Didn't really like go out and like do, I guess, more sociable shit. I see. Right? Mm-hmm. They were just like, you know, just like, yeah, dude, it's fucking, I'm seeing what's true. Turn 21 and try to shit out. Hmm, okay. Well, because like, for a lot of people like that, you have to realize that if you're the type of nerdy fucking dude, I shouldn't say dude, even like, you know, this, there's a couple of girls like that too that are very fucking like straight edge, right? So if you're that type of person, right, you, you have to remember that in order to get like access to fucking shit like booze and like weed and whatnot before you're of age, you probably have to know people or like be around people or at least like be in some sort of circle of, you know, social aware of the fuck yeah. to even have access to that shit right which a lot of those people wouldn't even have yeah it all ties together especially when right. you're growing it, up like your parents have that mindset of like oh no no drinking right because a lot of i feel like a lot of people have drank with like their well, not a lot but a decent amount of people have done some drinking with their parents at some some point or another and if they've never been exposed to that then they've never actually drunk well, i mean yeah it just yeah. depends on what the fuck your uh, your norm is and what you're doing in life yeah, right? yeah yeah is if you're a very studious, nerdy fucking STEM boy who just, like, stays there from all that shit, it's like, I mean, yeah, I can just see that happening. You see, but then, yeah, if you're a fucking dude who's constantly hanging out and going to parties and, like, you have a bunch of friends getting invited to show all the time, it's mm-hmm. like, it's it's bound to fucking come up, right? Makes sense. It's yeah. like, it's, it's just inevitable, like, mm-hmm. straight up. I remember fucking when I was hanging out, like, fucking with all my, my buddies in, like, high school and, like, fucking, uh, not early college, I guess, I would say, like, I'm a, my timeline's weird. I'm just going to call it my late teenage years. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, for my late teenage years, right? right 16, like, 17? You know, the people I surround myself with, it was... V- I'll say like 17 to 19, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there was a lot of fucking people I know that were like constantly hitting me up just being like, 
yo, dude, fucking go to this thing. Let's go to that thing. Let's go to this fucking rave. Let's go to that you know, concert. Let's go to this, right? Oh, we're going to hang out at that guy's house and fucking play games. And, like, you know, with all this shit happening, right, you go to places and, like, you probably, sometimes you're just chilling out with dudes. And some guy's just like, yo, I got booze. I want to fucking start drinking shit. And I'm just like, I'm just like yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just kind of <laughs> happens. <laughs> just kind of, just, yeah. it's just like, it's so candid. yeah. yeah. It's not at all like what like schools would teach you, where it's like just some trench coat ass motherfucker no. who's just walking up to you like some fucking dark out yeah. and be like, "Yo, kid, you want to buy some fucking heroin?" It's more just like it's like soda, dude. You just hang out with yeah. friends. Some guys <laughs> just like some guys just like, "Yeah, dude, fucking, dude, you want some you want some whiskey?" It's like, "Oh yeah, sure, dude." Yeah, <laughs> or you just have like a six pack. You're like, "Hey, yeah, you want to share? Sure." <laughs> uh, I will never forget. Uh, man, our- fucking dare shit is the funniest shit to me, dude. One of our friends. Uh- so what's your less of, huh? I was buying you a bunch of time here. Huh? What's your, oh, what's your I was like, I was going to talk about that, but before I talk about that, I was going to say like one of our friends. I will never forget this. Uh, he was in the army, and a couple years ago, I was just talking to him. He's like, "Oh yeah, I, I just had like a six pack before I went to sleep. It was like the best thing ever." Yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there as like a like a dumb story. Uh, <laughs> going back to alcoholism, alcoholism destroys is genetic. families and lives. Yes, is also genetic. Yeah, and gingers can take a lot, a lot of alcohol. Fucking genetic. Yeah. yeah, and he was a ginger. Things we need less. Things we need less. Things I need less of. Yeah, why are you saying we? Huh? I already said mine. Mm-hmm. Dude, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Uh, I need less scatterbrainers. Yeah. dude. I don't know. I feel like I need to. Uh, I think worry a little less is probably the best way to put it. I feel like, uh, it, especially stress. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, especially like now with like less distraction because there's not much going on outside. You can't go to events and such and such forth. I'm in my house. So I'm like, yo, I should just be like working if I'm in my house. So I have to really pace myself and not work too much because I'm, I'm pr- probably like a workaholic. So it's, it's very easy for me just to get away with like keep working and oh the next day I need to wake up and keep working again so the, the act of like pacing myself actually makes my work better so that's something I'm always like tackling with but it does feel very nice to yeah workaholicism yeah. workaholic work, work, word for this workaholism yeah. yeah like that type of mindset I feel like is something that I don't know if it's like a like more of a society like kind of hammering it into people or just some people are just like other type of people who like their brain they're just like dude i just want to fucking shut the shut off i just wanted to you know just work and just distract myself with that right yeah but at the same time like i definitely know that that's like a thing for some people yeah. like I, I remember that was like a real thing in boy scouts or some fucking there's like one of the older uh members i remember mm-hmm. just talking about like yeah dude it's like my fucking my thoughts are just going haywire if i'm just like constantly worrying or thinking about shit it's like whatever it's do a chore start working it's just, you know distract myself from that shit mm. I see. Yeah, but like, I feel like that type of mindset. Uh-huh. Like, I don't, I, I cannot relate with that like at all. But I'm also kind of just like, where does that come from? Right? Is that mm. like a genetic thing? Is that society pressing into people? Is that some fucking brainwashing that like uh, the higher ups are trying to get you to do so you can just do your factory job and shut the fuck up and not think? Right? Like, it's, mm. that's what I think, and it that scares the hell out of me. Mm. <laughs> well, I think a lot of it has to do with like money too, because. I mean, like what we're doing right now, we're like we're about to make money with YouTube, but we're not quite there yet. So it's always like that that idea of wanting to outpour, like outperform what people would think you do in terms of like, oh, you don't make any money. Like, what are you doing? You're wasting your time. So I always want to like, I want to keep working harder to hit that goal of getting money because I haven't hit that goal yet. Right. Like we're going to get there. But since we haven't hit there, hit that yet, I'm like, yeah, we're going to get there like a month yeah, and a half. I'd say. Like, I'm just, I'm constantly shooting forward. I'm like, we need to get there. We need to get there. And it also does help a lot that what I do, like I genuinely really like, I, I don't really feel workaholism at all when I'm working at like the high tech place. Right. It's just kind of boring. I'm, I'm doing whatever. And then when I'm home, yeah, you treat with like the school mindset, you just kind of just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm just like, just doing yeah, you know, you put like... in the hours, you get paid and then yeah, there's like free food and that's nice, but I don't feel like motivated to do the work. What I'm actually doing right now, like I'm always like when I was young, I would always think about uh, games. So what I'm doing right now, I'm thinking about games and it's, it's my job. So I'm like, oh, I got to think about games like two times. So my, my brain's always working in that matter. And I like making videos. So there was always like a new idea to explore or like a new thing to research or like a new game to test out. So in that sense, you could boil these things down to working because it's like towards our goal of like making videos for YouTube. But at some point or another, it's like, oh my God, like I've been working so hard without like a day off. Like maybe I should just shut off for a day. So yeah, that's kind of, kind of the, 
pressure I put myself through. And also there was also the pressure of, you know, I always want to outperform my own goals, especially when it comes to making videos. Because I remember telling you when we started, I'm like, yo, dude, like we have this goal, but you know, I'm pretty sure we can hit it faster than we think. So <laughs> since we didn't hit it as fast as we thought. Nah, yeah. it's been scary how fucking exacto, like right on point it was. Yeah, exactly. And I felt like we got like really lucky in terms of like you're having uh, the genius idea. So I feel like we make a good team too in terms of balance because you have like the great ideas and I'm just like worrying and constantly working. So yeah. <laughs> so less worrying. I mean, I good also thing. feel like it's kind of necessary to have the like expertise I have in YouTube because it's just like, it's been very fucking like, what's I'm looking for? Like enlightening to me, like feels good. I get like a feeling of holy shit. I am actually knowledgeable about this because like pretty much like everything that I like, predicted has been like more or less coming in line with like what i'm saying what is going to happen what should be happening with our numbers yeah right? that's the beauty of having still i remember yeah. i was going on these like crazy tangents yeah, like before like we even started out having these tangents for like oh, here's what youtube's gonna probably like you know how it's gonna work like how it's mm-hmm. like gonna fucking where we're gonna be at this so and so point yeah and it, it it literally just like fell on the track like that like yeah pretty much exactly i'm like what the fuck like how the hell mm. yeah <laughs> freaking so i thought i'd be like a little bit off because there's always that like bit of like weirdness with youtube you can never really perfectly predict things like yeah. you know like again videos will just randomly blow up under like no fucking circumstances that you would even be like aware of yeah, also like right? posting it's, it's just you posting to reddit also it's kind of uh it could be anything yeah i mean it kind of bounced on the end because like my predictions with the reddit promoting was like you know i that's something that i was very much expecting to like do better early on not later because r slash board games and Rios are such like a strange community to have to like promote to mm-hmm. whereas r slash gloomhaven is very much like a, oh this is a fucking great community mm-hmm. right and it just kind of balanced out where it's like okay we have like we have some shit promotions there and some good promotions there yeah, it's yeah. Just like okay it's it worked out even now now we're on exact pace to reach fucking a thousand subscribers in one year exactly. which is like, <laughs> yeah, yeah and uh it does feel very nice that a couple of our subscribers like post for us and I'm like, yeah, it's freaking cool. And now we get like, yeah, we got fucking fans. Yeah. Shout out to Alex Hong, dude. That guy yeah. fucking loves our shit, dude. See, so Alex, well, okay. Well, I guess we mentioned his name already, but Alex Hong is actually a friend of, it's just fucking uh, yeah. public and yeah. comics, dude. He's a like friend he. of our other friend who I think they go to the same boot camp or something related coding wise. So yeah, he's actually someone that oh, we shit. could meet. Yeah. In person, which would be kind of cool. Mm. Yeah. YouTube opportunities, man, are fucking weird. Like, I, that's something I can't really wrap my head around because even though I, I know it's a thing that YouTubers kind of just make fun of other YouTubers, mm-hmm. like, I just can't really see, like, the actual event of that happening, but it just kind of happens. Well, somehow, yeah, wait. You know, like, uh-huh. when you look at other YouTubers. I was going to say, like, like if old you like, YouTube, people, like, they would actually just meet up and have, like, YouTube events, but now YouTube is so big, it doesn't really happen. I mean, there's still, like, you, well, the, the thing still happens, like, the core concept of YouTubers are randomly just making friends with their YouTubers just for no reason, mm-hmm. right? Like, you would think it happens, like, at events, you, like, go to, like, whatever, because there's always still YouTube, like, conventions and shit. Yeah, like, VidCon, VidCon whatnot, yeah, you go there, yeah. like, you meet some people, right? Because everyone, when I was, like, younger, that was always my, like, vision, in, or, that vision, like, that was, like, my idea of, like, how those, like, friendships would happen. Mm-hmm. But more often than not, it seems to just be people randomly just stumbling into our channels and being like, oh shit, dude, fucking, I like watching your shit. And our guy's like, wait, I like watching your shit. And like, well, what the fuck? And then they just start talking. They're just like friends. Mm. Yeah, there's a crazy mad There's respect no, like, too of just like working the YouTube grind. You're like, dude, I dig that. Like, you you are, you know what's up. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, there's all these like ideas I've had about YouTube that are kind of just like more fully solidified in my head. Because before it was kind of just like, yeah, I like, it's like the student thing where you're like, you know, you're in a class and you're learning about something and versus actually doing it. Because mm. it's like, yeah, I have all these ideas mm-hmm. and like understand the concept of how it actually works. Yeah. But actually being in it, it's being like, oh shit, this is literally confirming everything. And I feel very confident in what the fuck I'm doing because of that. Yeah, there's also the thing that uh, I, lis- I listen to a lot of like Nigga Higa's, Brian Higa's podcast in the last couple of days. I'm like, oh, you know, I wonder what he's up to. And he's like, yeah, okay. He's still posting videos and he has a podcast. Cool. I'm going to listen to his stuff. And something he he said he'd recommend to people starting out YouTube, like especially like younger kids. He's like, yeah, you know, just just keep posting, and then like it'll, it'll come out, and you'll you'll get like a community. And he said that the people he talked to, they're like, okay, so they post for like one or two months, and then they would just stop because it's like too much work. 
And it's definitely true. Like doing YouTube is a lot of work. It's not the fun and games you see on screen. There's so much that happens behind the scenes. Like all the scripting, all the editing. Yeah, it's a lot more bookkeeping than I thought there would yeah. be. Like, there's so much like random shit you just have to like, I don't know, just like manage and read online. Yeah, and like, you know, like, like fucking reading comments, like all that shit. It's like, yeah. it takes a while. Reading comments, posting on different forums, cleaning up the studio, right? It's like all those things that just add up. It's like, it's like fun, but it's exhausting. You have to really love it. So I remember after doing this for like a couple months, I'm like, you know, this makes sense. I, I actually really do like making videos. You know, people say they like making videos. They make a couple of videos for maybe like a month or two. And they're like, eh, eh, it's too much work. You know, I thought it was fun. It was kind of cool for a little, but I'll just move on do my own thing. But yo, like making these like things, I think I've like found this groove. And what's cool is that if I always, if I feel like making a different video, I can always branch out and make that creative video. And then going back to our more regular content, like making reviews. It's a beauty. Yeah, I think um, I'm more like attracted to the idea of Instead of what you're saying with like, you know, like, oh, groove, I'm making videos. I can, you know, like, I like making videos. Mm -hmm. For me, it's not so much like I like making videos. It's more like I like creating the ideas in my head. The vision. Like, I like being able to manifest what the fuck's going on in my brain. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I mean, video is the like. The video is just yeah. happens to be the medium that that be that it's is. It's such a know? good way to convey information. And especially when you have things. That, I mean, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> what I really liked is like you have something in a script. And then for when we're like talking about games and it's like, oh, well, it doesn't really convey itself that well through like words. But then when you add in like the voice and like maybe like a certain cut or like a certain visual with like words on screen, it all comes together in a way that's like so clear. And I just love how videos can do that. And then when you add in humor, like adding like, you know, the right comedic timing or like a, uh, like a wacky face. Yeah. There's just so much you can explore. Uh, it just makes me giddy, dude. I like it. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, very nice. So I guess that was my answer to worrying less. I mean, this is like a ridiculous writing prompt, dude. Like, what the hell? <laughs> it's like this could be anything. Like, oh, what do you want? Like, less of in your life. I mean, life? that's the beauty, yeah. right? Just answer with whatever. Yeah, right. Open-ended shit's fine. Like, what? yeah, yeah. Like everything's fucking open-ended. Yeah, open-ended. So more YouTube, you know, less worrying. That 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 is the thing. That's why a lot of fucking STEM majors have trouble writing goddamn papers because they look at the white sheet of paper. It's like this is nothing. This is I gotta I gotta make all this. I gotta, I gotta make something from nothing. That's hard. Yeah, but it's also like really You're shitting on STEM majors <laughs> for writing. We are, yes. I, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm also. I want to take this opportunity to just say how uh, a lot of people in STEM they they are smart, but their ability to critically think is not as high as I like. You know, there's all these conspiracy theories with these doctors. Well, because a lot of STEM yeah. is very absolutist thinking. So I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> obviously very useful when implied in that context. But outside of it, you get into some dangerous extremist thought. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty scary. Like like the world is flat or like anti-vax scientists like yo come on climate there's even some climate change scientists like what come on <laughs> no i i wouldn't go that because those guys aren't really thinking absolutely they're just actually just delusional i'm oh, okay. thinking more about people who are straight up like extremely hard on meritocracies and shit like that yeah that's concerning. And hierarchies yeah. and whatnot right right like the i think we brought this up. like obviously you have to like uh the self-made man right it's like come on <laughs> seriously yeah, because you have to rationalize your place in the world. It's like, oh, yeah. why am I doing so fucking well? Obviously, because I'm better than everyone. Because I know all this <sighs> yeah, shit. It's so it's like, oh, fucking, why are you poor? Just learn to code. Yeah, it's just ridiculous, right? It's like, oh, well, you're just lazy. You should just pick this up. I did it. Why Why can't you? Anyways, whatever. Let's fucking... <laughs> let's stop being rambly because it's already fucking... It's been 50 minutes. Oh, yeah. This was... Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. I have to take a piss. Let's fucking cut this yeah, shit we'll off. Yeah, we'll have to revisit uh, this. Pretty cool. Thank you all for... Good. Thank you for coming by listening to a lighted gas episode 110. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will oh, see God, you in Jesus the next episode. Christ. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.